This is a homebrew podcast. This is Liaman's Tiny Chat, the podcast about the podcast. Our heroes are gathered around the campfire, enjoying a brief respite from the darkness and talking about their experiences from the week. Let's listen in. Nobody died. Oh, so close. So close. So sorry, Billy. I really didn't want to shoot you in the back of the head, but there was nothing I could do. I I tried to role play it. I tried to get you guys to just let me stay and play dolls. Like Mordecai, I was like, Mordecai's really dodging some bullets getting close. And then both times. Right. Nobody heard the Nivets talking about the tip tap. It's a little girl. <laughs> Apparently, she didn't watch very much tip taps. <laughs> oh, I'm so mad about. It was just one of those like um, I need to remember it's a podcast. Do you know what I mean? Because I feel like I, I I forget that we're recording. I forget that we're streaming. And so like I saw Cody cast the uh, Still Defender reaction, and I lost it. And I like RP'd the whole thing. And I was like, God damn it! No one knows what he did. So Cody, it'd be really cool if you could cut in a little like I'm gonna use my Still Defender or something. So yeah, that... I I said it, but I realized I was muted, and then I was like, Oh my god, I gotta unmute so they don't kill TJ was super killer uh i so i knew max was going to be introduced and it still surprised me i had no idea who it was the entire combat like who's this random person the dm just threw into the game i was like what is happening and then like when he shook my hand i was like i'm max i was like oh my god it's that's who it is right he's a very different maxwell he's full robot yeah and more personable yeah he's a nicer guy he is my uh, my many worlds interpretation of what if Maxwell and Vantagraph switched places. Oh. That's what that's all about. Very cool. So uh, for both me and the listeners, because I'm not part of this other kind of world, where are where oh. where is that character kind of coming from? So the so the engine in our be careful. I'm gonna yell if you start saying something bad, TJ. Okay, I will say that you would know the name Maxwell from the engine in our ship. Maxwell Industries made the engine that is in our ship. Yes. And that Max is like him. TJ played a character called Maxwell in our Tomb of Annihilation campaign, mm-hmm. and he died like a terrible death, like all of TJ's characters do. What happened to him again? I thought he got dimension doored or something. No, he was pulled into a gaping maw into an endless abyss of death and died, quote unquote. He was resurrected in the campaign, but also had a failsafe dimension shifting button that launched him into another time and place. And that just so happened to be here. Mm. Yeah, he's a pretty cool character. Maxwell is an artificer of great renown in his day and age and was trying to uh make mortals stronger than gods we have a lot of artificers art artificering much artificering going on a really fun class and apparently not enough fucking healers hey. i know carl's apparently the designated healer all of his juice oh, goes left to healing. And mr goy on the ship and mordecai has cure wounds but he only has two fucking spells level one spell slots at level seven it's all about the billy button guys that's what you need in your life. You need a Billy button. That'll help. Carl has a shield button. Yeah. You guys put in some serious work, though, with like the temp HP and the pushing and the tricksy movement and stuff. Like, 
We fought I, for it. We didn't want to die. We didn't. I had you. I had you. Like I, I definitely like in a different world. I killed someone tonight for sure. Oh, Mordecai yeah. saved Billy's life big time in that zombie encounter. I, I didn't even know that was a thing that you could do. Yeah, a battle master. Did Discord cut out when I did my little girl scream? I don't, I don't probably. know. Probably. Probably. So you didn't hear a little girl scream. <laughs> it, it also cut out when you were like freaked out about the steel defender. Oh no. Yeah, just slightly, not the whole thing. That was such a big moment. That was so fucking cool. I saw my life flash. I was like, I just froze because I was like, it's not enough. It's not enough. I'm done. Yeah, that was such an insane moment to think about. Like, you don't even remember he's there. Like, all of us have forgotten at that point. And then there's this pseudopod flying down at Billy. And then just the still defender just like takes the bullet. You know what I mean? Just like flies slow motion off screen in front of Billy. I was so pumped about that. I was so exciting. I knew, I mean, obviously, uh, um, Austin was also suspicious of the little girl and I'd like knew something was coming. But the minute I saw Ooblek, I was like, how dare you? It's too soon. I just lost a character to an Ooblek. How are you going to, how are you going to come at me with another Ooblek? <laughs> I had that as an encounter with that specific monster way before our Sunday group saw the Oblex. Yeah, so for all of you who don't know, uh, our Sunday group, which you'll be able to uh, watch live here on Twitch as well, and a couple weeks ago, we had an encounter where three players lost their characters to an Oblex. Four characters. Oh, yeah, three to the Oblex, four yeah, to a different... three to an Oblex. That thing's Mind Eater or whatever it is, is no freaking joke. It is no joke. A terrifying thing. Don't they take uh, have a bad effect after being hit by flame fire spells? Like a negative effect? Isn't it like an ooze? That's a slime negative. Yeah, I think I think smaller oozes have a um aversion to fire. I can't remember how that plays out though. I think Oblex are Yeah, there is something like that. I don't think Oblex have it. Yeah, they don't have that. Well, I think some Oblexes do. I don't think that um elders elder this that was an elder oblex of course however we're saying it we're all saying it slightly different i'm realizing so whoever's right is right we're all mordecai right now that's my mordecai impression i call it an oblock so i have a question uh pippin what was going through your mind when you named the little girl charles barkley the fifth oh my god oh my god so i have decided that nivets with his after all this shit, like drifting in space on it, doing his experiments, he's kind of become very eccentric and he's very awkward. And he's just like, well, I will neighbor. And then you're like, go ahead. And he was like, all right, she's now Charles Barkley, the fifth, which now coincidentally, like you just said in the other episode, well, the others are gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, the best part was your original name was Charles Baldwin. Oh, is and- it? Baldwin? Yes, that's right. You said Baldwin, and then Mordecai said Barkley, and then you just went with it. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. She went the way of the uh, one one through the third. The first through the third. I definitely didn't picture Billy as a frontliner, but he definitely played the role with Mordecai these last two sessions. Yeah. Uh, Also, it's name things. Fair enough. Did you guys read those new items I gave you? Oh, yeah. I'm excited to have a chainsaw. You should uh you should read those out and talk about them because you I think y'all just read them in your head and I'd like people to know. Cut off the best of cowardice? Is that mine? 
Yeah, so we we picked up three uh, new items. The axe um, here, it says it's the woodcutter's axe. Uh, It does 1d8 slashing damage. Uh, It has the versatile property. Uh, And if my roll 20 would stop freaking out. It also does uh, one, like plus one, and has advantage on attacks against the undead. Nobody seemed to want it, so Carl has it. I think someone should want it in this group. Somebody who has a weapon that might be great. Yes. Yes. <laughs> someone who has a, a weapon that they hit people with, perhaps. Yes. perhaps. No, Carl has a Glock and an axe. I mean, that's pretty metal. That is pretty metal. The Glock has unlimited ammo, by the way, because I know the, the cheat codes to the universe. <laughs> I just don't like tracking ammo, honestly. It's just one of my house things. Well, and I have the repeating shot for Artificer. It's just a a blaster. A blaster, like Han Solo. Those have have little batteries in them. Chargers. Yeah. Or it could be like a Mass Effect cartridge. It gives you like thousands of shots in one. A little uh, sneak peek at Tales from the Homebrew, which I will be DMing. Uh, and you can find on the higher some of the higher tiers of Patreon. Um, like I'm definitely wanting to go more survival route, so I might be an a hole in track ammo, um, just because I want there to be like the moment where you just like click, 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 like nothing's coming in. Yeah, I have to keep track of all my different ammos on Sunday campaign as Rusty J Cutter. He's got like explosive ammo, magic ammo, poison ammo, regular ammo. Yeah, and I gotta keep track of all of them. I didn't realize the cutoff vest was the cutoff vest of cowardice. Yeah, right. The weapon I got was the Terran chainsaw, which Navitz thought I left with that little girl for whatever reason. What uh, does the Terran chainsaw do? It does 3d4 slashing. It's nine pounds, chained damage. Uh, it has a reload, which is 100 charges. It's a heavy two handed. Uh, it requires a power cell that is drained for every damage dice rolled. The cell can be swapped out or recharged during a short rest if a power terminal is accessible. When you roll for damage with a chainsaw, pick up die results of four and roll them again, adding the new results to the damage total. Repeat this until all the damage die show a three or less. Each additional die rolled consumes an additional charge. Right. Nice. That could be crazy. Man, you should give Grundle that fucking chainsaw. <laughs> trying to feel like, how do you make a chainsaw feel with dice, right? Because it's not a slash. It's sort of like, okay, it's got to be a lot of little dice. Obviously. I'm like, that still doesn't feel like a chainsaw. I don't know. It doesn't feel like a chainsaw. And so I went looking and I found some homebrewed item from like fucking like 3.5 on some like GeoCities ass website. <laughs> I was I was looking, 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 and and they had that they did that where you anytime you rolled a four, you just kept rolling damage dice. So you only had to keep the damage dice that weren't four, and like that's what it feels like. Like if you just picture it, it's like you know what I mean. Like how long can you hold it in place? Like it's gonna be like rattling. Like have you guys ever used a chainsaw? Like yeah. I don't know. Yep. Yeah, and that goes with my new um, ability with the pack. We had a patch. We had a patch, if you guys didn't know, we had a patch, and some of us had some uh, additions added to our homebrew items. Uh, Billy Boom's backpack can now be uh, equipped with any 
number of sweet weapons that we find in the world and it takes me um a full day to integrate it but uh with a little elbow grease and macgyvering i can attach many weapons to my limitless backpack of death and uh use them as prosthetic limbs it's a whole nother reason you got to go see mr goy one so your age can get turned down a little bit more again and the <laughs> guns mr goy can de-age people he has. He can create a potion that can, you know, reverse some aging. No, oh yeah. yeah, no, this is true. Know. He he did it like before. Oh wow! And so that's why it's like there's gonna be an uncanny like relationship between Billy and Goy's gonna be like here. I feel like that's got to be obvious. Seven years together, yeah. we're a goddamn unit, as, as shown by Mordecai and Billy out in the battlefield. I had this weird thought of what if Mr. Goy were to de-age Grandma Kellen? Hey, to make her smoking hot. <laughs> He's just waiting for her to be smoking hot, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> I really loved, one thing I loved that you guys did, uh, Billy and Mordecai had that moment in the basement where you guys kind of talked. And I think it really, for me, affirmed this idea that like you guys are close. Like You right. guys were in that pod together for a long time. And like you've just met nivets and carl you know what i mean yeah was, you, you guys played that really well that was really interesting to me to to think about that dynamic and then like through some chance of the dice mordecai also thought that carl was a fucking idiot so like the whole the whole dynamic was played really well i should have given you guys inspiration for that moment but i wasn't i always forget i was thinking about inspiration later yeah i yeah. meant to have this moment after combat Billy was going to grab Mordecai by the face and put his forehead against his and be like, it feels good to be alive, doesn't it? But (laughs) in the excitement of the end of combat when we live. Oh, dude, let's fucking save it. (laughs) I fucking love that idea. Died to the to the meteorite because I was about to cast a fireball and there's still all that gunpowder from the doll making. The house (laughs) in a second. Did not think about that. Is that how dwarven artificer like guild children play? Hell yeah. Do dude. they just make Rook, bombs? That's how Rook children play. How Billy Boom plays. How Definitely Billy how Boom. Carl played as a kid. What was your what was your theory with the uh with the Bella bites, Mordecai? There's no animals. Right. There's no animals. There's no so animals. like what is What's the jerky made out of? What's There's the no jerky animal roaming of? free? There's no animals in the town. There's no beasts of burden. So yeah. green is people. <laughs> Jerky's made of people. It's gotta be people. It's gotta be zombies. You just saw Nivets grow a whole new person. That's true. We did learn that. Cloned meat. Which, speaking there of... proof that he did it. I, 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 It got eaten. There's no proof. You guys just saw things. Man. I mean, I literally fed it to something. I touched it. I know it was real. Reality is in your mind, man. There's the whole like thing where Nivitz just creates more of him that he doesn't have to fucking worry about. Like this special ability. Can we go back and talk about that a little bit? Because that that definitely threw. I don't know. It threw me for a loop because it was it the first dungeon, the first like lost temple that we went into. Yeah. One of us got like a crazy fucking secret ability, and it was Nivets. Yes, my blessing of dualism. 
And so you can just astral project out of your fucking body. Uh, once per short rest, if I take damage, I pretty much leave, yeah, that astral projection and I like pretty much can full movement action away from it and while invisible and I take no damage. It's all mitigated and I don't reappear. I cannot reappear in any creature's direct line of sight. You know, pretty much anywhere I can be observed. That's why I like ran back behind that bush. Yeah. It's pretty epic. Which is a callback to like the pillars, if you guys remember how you had to kind of like move them around. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, can we just address the blue balls of my Hail Mary? Oh, man. <laughs> the, just hard. And the reckoning? I mean, the reckoning, I died at least. <laughs> it was I like. No, Dude, I, want I want a thing though. I mean, I guess I, I, I want wanted some... you to turn it into a T Rex. Not gonna lie, it would have been horrible. Yeah, that would have been great. You throw horrible. it. You throw that uh, ability like that. You throw it just so you can watch the world burn. That's the whole idea. Yeah. <laughs> and then nothing. It was a dud. I was like, no, it won't. I like to think he threw it up, and then like when it didn't happen, like when it didn't work as he intended it to, it didn't do the thing. And then was just thinking about how he's going to fuck with it more later. But it was just like, oh, well. But like, Alligan was like, are you fucking kidding me? It dabbed or did whatever we said it did. It went the... Yeah, I gave you a little wiggle. Oh, man. So how did the... How do you guys feel like the little girl landed? Was that scale of one to ten? Did it get any creepiness? Pretty good. It was creepy. I thought she was going to be a chainsaw murderer. Yeah, it was creepy, and I just the, the creepiest part about it is I I think us the v- listeners everyone is absolutely gonna know like you know that's bad news you just don't know how that bad news is gonna manifest yeah right like for sure and as we were getting close to the end I was like let's get the fuck out of here let's just walk out the door let's leave let's leave let's leave <laughs> she's gonna I, I just left I didn't care maybe it didn't care yeah and I I was still trying to like play to character where. You know, Mordecai and Adia are trying to do good, and it's for like, sure. for sure, are we gonna leave this like kid here? But like at the end of the day, like Mordecai is still the one with the mouth, and so like it comes out a little aggressive. Like, listen, you can die here, or you can die with us. Where you want to go? And like, I got like just got really confused because I was just like, what the fuck does Grant want? Turns out Grant wanted me alone <laughs> with with the thing. I'm still sad it wouldn't let me just leave my clone in there. It would have been a waste of a, my clone ability, but I mean, yeah. what if you would have received it? That would have been it? great. That would have been. I such fucked a up every day. So so she said, you. "Stay," and then he goes, "I'll stay." I was like, "Oh yeah, he'll stay." You, you should have just <laughs> like, instead. I, I'm gonna need that deception. I'm like, oh, you bastard! I always roll horrible at these. <laughs> I think if you had just done it rather than like said it, it would have, you know, kind of played out differently. Oh, just had your fake, had the fake one already out and had your fake one say, I'll stay. Yeah. Cause that's not a lie. Which, as like, I got you guys out of the room. If the fake one says he's gonna stay, that is not a deception. He is gonna stay. No, fuck this. I'm not going in there. <laughs> yeah, you're you're most like uh, I'm mute. Your clone probably would have said that. Your clone just bails. Your clone just is like I'm out. No, the only reason that went down was um you didn't you actually stalled. So I mean you created a perfect storm 
by not saying the words that you're, you you didn't answer her fully that you were whether you were leaving or not. So you it's like I'll stay. <laughs> I just yeah, need like, to leave first. But um, yeah, Mordecai tried to talk through it as everyone was leaving, and then the second he said the words that he's leaving, that's when that's when the attack happened. But I mean, the way I played it, the way I imagined it, is like she would have never attacked you guys if you stayed as long as you stayed there with her. You know what I mean? Eventually, the food would have ran out. Eventually, you know what I mean? You would have tried Eventually, to escape. One, one one person at a time would have disappeared in the basement. Right. I mean, that's the that's the bones down there. Is like you know she she would turn into a you know what she the the slime the goo the memories that the slime had consumed of this little girl at some point um you know just dominate person like come play with me you know what i mean until eventually they just die (laughs) (sighs) dang charles baldwin the fifth see another creature nivitz has lost yeah i'd like to point out that the way that um the way that those work too that means that that was something that that creature memories consumed at some point you know what i mean it wasn't like a little girl that became a slime it was a slime that ate a little girl (laughs) yeah maybe it's just used to fucked up shit and he allegedly tried to threaten a child with acid i mean allegedly allegedly i also specifically targeted you at the dominate mind carl i was just gonna randomly pick someone and then i remembered someone told me at some point that you hate the you hate being mind controlled yeah i'm not (laughs) a big fan of it so as soon as I was like, oh, yeah, Cody hates this. And so I cast it at you because I'm a jerk. Yeah, that's Cody, all right. Cody has a long storied history of losing control of his characters. And that is something he is not a fan of. I mean, I love D&D and all. And this is probably a hot take. But I just don't like anything that takes access of my character away from me. It's like the only thing I got. And so then it's like, oh, well, now you can't do it. I'm like, well, what am I even doing here anymore? Not even playing my character the way I want. I have to do this mind person control shit. All right. So, you know, I felt like I did as good as I could. I shot Billy in the head twice. What can I do? What else can I do for you? (laughs) Oh, man. So you're saying I shouldn't hold person you anymore? You can do whatever you want. I mean, them's the breaks. Them's the breaks. I'll take it. Interesting. I guess now that I'm thinking about it, you've never really, like, played a control character that I know of either. No. You don't dish it. You don't take it. You don't dish it. Not a field I like to play in. Yeah, but that's like we're very polar opposites. Because I play characters, like, obviously I play characters that have these, like, swings of, like, I'm going to throw this thing that could kill all of us at once, or it could be awesome. Fuck it. And then Cody's like, "Mm, let's just leave it to the math. Let's leave it to the dice. And I need the most secure path to victory possible with the least amount of risk involved just like to see how i like to see laid out right like this yeah i like a lot of my moves to be very this is what they do this is what happens there is no save or the save is pretty much impossible or Hmm. more of a sure thing boy i will say that typically i like to play extremely well-rounded characters but y'all are like breaking that out of me you know like you're you're breaking me of that habit because like you know i it i realized that you know there's more points where like my characters need to take risks or like have to jump in with like something like i guess highly specialized so i've been trying to like think of you know like what is a role that i can fit and do that well while also still maintaining this like really rich character as well um, 
So like for me, and I've said this before, like in, in private, but here in uh, Liam and tiny hut, you get, you get all the juiciness. I designed Mordecai to be like an accessory to Oliver, right? Like Oliver is pushing in and heavy hitting. And I was like, how do I manipulate the battlefield in order to like basically send enemies towards Oliver, (laughs) right? Or like pull Oliver out when he is like to beat the fuck up. Yeah. And like that, I, I think it would just be, you know, like this really, really interesting combat scenario where we could kind of like play off of each other. Um, and now that like, you know, Oliver's, I, we don't have an Oliver there. And like, I'm the tank. I'm realizing that I have this, all this maneuverability and no way of protecting myself, really. I mean, I, I have a decent AC, but. You know, once you get to a certain level where everything's like swinging at you with like that 23, 25. You rolled so well tonight, though. Yeah. I didn't roll below a 17 on those pseudopods. Yeah, it was wild. I'm just glad I blew them all up at the beginning. (laughs) That 40 damage from the mind break was like, we just took a long rest and like it it dipped like two thirds of my health gone. One hit. Done. Yeah. Right. And before that, I was, like, hanging on one health for, like, so long during that zombie fight. Yeah, dude. I would say, um, I do think that, like, you were saying you, like, usually like to roll really well-rounded characters. Um, and I'll say this almost to a detriment to myself. Rolling all, like, an all-or-nothing one version character, which is a lot of my builds, is kind of, I would say, can be a crutch for RP. Because it's a lot easier to give your character, give the illusion of really great character to a character that is wild in one thing and like just does the thing. And like, you can build an entire personality based off that. Punching things. Yeah. And if you're like super well-rounded, you can't rely on your character's build to show off what you're trying to show off. You have to show off a character's Mm -hmm. ideas of like who they are in our more rp instead of like you know for you know oliver was easy like i made oliver because when we first started all this i thought that i was going to be taking way more of a back seat in rp and i was gonna let everyone else do the talking so oliver was like i'm just gonna make this dude and he's just gonna hit shit and that's it and then it evolved now to be what he is now which is great but I'm not letting anyone take a backseat with RP, man. Yeah, he, he blossomed. And that was I was super excited for that. And then, you know, we've gotten to a point where characters are starting to complement each other really well. And I really like the mix. I like the mix of styles turning into, like, a, like, perfect recipe for, like, yeah, I know, you know, we know how Zaldwin's going to act in a fight. So this is how we're going to all react to that situation or Oliver or, you know, Carl, which Carl and Niv- well, not Nivitz. I don't think Nivitz. Nivitz is like, how much collateral damage will exist when Nivitz is around? And then Carl is like, the, I feel like Carl's the one in the back going, he's like tallying up the damage before, like, all right, how much is this going to cost us? <laughs> like, uh, okay, we're not dead. We're fine. Okay. Well, that's actually just Cody, too. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, like, just tallying up the damage. Like, oh, man, how much is this going to be? Oh, no. Ah. Uh, we're in you know, trouble again. 
What can I say? Sometimes the person behind the character comes through. Uh, <laughs> I worry about you guys. <laughs> you look pretty fucked up up there. I feel like Carl and Grundle are the duality of Cody. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Carl is a little bit more trepidatious about, you know, worrying about you guys. Grundle, on the other hand, doesn't give, you know, he'd run in and help die right next to you. Yeah. Grundle cried when Tevian died. Yeah, Grundle has a lot of emotions. Grundle was also um, not excited to get pardoned because he felt like he lost his job. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm unemployed. I miss Grundle already. Dude, me too. Grundle. Yeah, why did I bring Carl? What was I thinking? I mean, Carl's great. I just also want Grundle. The Steel Defender. I like how you pulled out your like, yeah, I got this. And I just forget about him. <laughs> you really forgot about him. I literally forgot about him. <laughs> Actually, I was, did. Looking, I was looking at my character sheet, like in the like where I let's take a long rest. I'm like, oh, look at my character sheet. Oh yeah, the Steel Defender. That's like half my class. <laughs> I feel like such an idiot. Bust this I, boy out, and then it saves the day. I can honestly say I feel like if um, the Steel Defender had not. Um, saved Billy there. I think that I think the dominoes would have started falling. I really do right. because um, she her goal was to get one person to stay, and so with it downed, highly intelligent. I mean, it's a twenty-two intelligent creature. How do you get him to stay? Start hitting the unconscious person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so I would have tried to force you guys out to either leave or I kill. I would kill Billy. Which is sorry, TJ. I would have either killed. You know, done that. Or I would have, um, you would have stayed and I would have started on the next one. You know what I mean? Until a, you know, a dominate person could do the trick. But that, that still defender moment was like the turnaround for sure. Ooh, boy. Yeah, it was pretty clutch. I have to keep remembering that Sentinel works, whether the hit, the, the hit that the enemy is doing lands or not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so as long as I'm like up near allies when they get hit, I can start fucking hacking away. Yeah, dude. And as long as I keep hitting, I can keep hacking. Like I, I don't lose my reaction there, which like I have to remember that I can do that. I almost need like a, a, a cheat sheet for my own character sheet to be like, hey, idiot, these are all the reactions you get. Because, like, my character is basically built around reactions. Um, we got a patron. Yeah. yeah. We got our first one, Fortune. He asked us about it in during play. Fortune yeah. 97. We got to give him some love. <laughs> what is oh, he? my God. I did not expect that to happen so quickly. I have yeah, a lot dude. of emotions right now. He wanted they wanted to sub. And then I was like, we can't sub yet. We're not we're not up there yet. And he's like, Well, tell me when your Patreon's up. I was like, it is up. Oh my god. We yeah, I threw the link up form. there. So we have this to fucking is you do for it. you, Fortune. We love you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, we, we love you. You're our first fortune. patron. Can't let Fortune down. Hell yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys for, for hanging out and doing a little campfire chat. Thank you for listening to Liaman's Tiny Hut. Tiny Chat. Yeah. Fuck. I fucked it up. <laughs> oh my god. Thank you for listening to Liaman's Tiny Dick. Liaman's oh Tiny Trousers. Uh, we love you all. Thanks for sticking around. Later, nerds. For joining. See you in. next week. Bye.